Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Welcome in to Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, been on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry, and recruiting things are happening. It's fast and crazy right now. Zach, what's up? Good morning. How are we doing? It is a dreary and awful day here. It has been raining for what seems like five days straight, but the transfer portal fire cannot be put out Nice by precipitation because Good. it is just bellowing right now. Bellowing. Bellowing, Zach Barry says at Zach underscore Barry on Twitter. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit, OldMissSpirit.com, and Fit of On Three. The names that have gotten to the portal that are of most interest to Ole Miss right now would be who, in your opinion? Oh boy. Let's see. Let's run through it. Um, going position by position, you and I have talked about it offline for the past week or so. Quarterback is a very, it's a very unique situation i don't think they are immediately pressing for a quarterback i think that it's a very the small window is it's either and this is just my opinion i think you either have to find a seasoned veteran who is fine with being an insurance policy and as coming in as the backup to jackson dart because he's the starter and you're just there in case something, you know, God forbid happens. Or like you wrote about, you get someone like Nick Evers, who is young, but could also come in. He's experienced. He's been in a college program before. He's, you know, been in the weight room, all that good stuff. To where you have someone to fall back on and you're not just thrusting Marcel Reed in there as a true freshman. Um with Marcel Reed, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I mean, we're going to have to do this. It's going to be kind of scatterbrained, this podcast, because so much is happening. Marcel Reed, of course he freeze, went in home with Marcel Reed and trying to get him to come <laughs> to Auburn. And that's not the only school after him, but I don't feel there's any real concern there. Do you? No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I think this is just a matter of just being courteous and respectful to people wanting to come talk to him. Freaking um, man. <laughs> Uh, briefly spoke with with Marcel after the state championship game. It obviously didn't go his way. Um, great game, but it was a uh, huge bummer for him and NBA. They were not able to win, so I kind of briefly talked to him, let him hang out with his family and friends and teammates and all that, but I don't sense any issue there. Um, running back, I still think they're looking to add a high school name to the class. At least one, maybe two. They're going after Kedra Criscano and Dante Dowdle still. Um, I don't think there's anybody in the portal that they're looking at because they're also still waiting to see if Zach Evans is returning. Um, if Zach Evans does, in fact, return, I don't think there's a pressing need for a running no. back. No. Because um, then you, you have they would, back him, Quinshawn, and Ulysses Bentley. It's the whole yeah, room. so I think they would probably just go for one high school guy. Um 
wide receiver, they need some wide receivers. They need to add size because they're losing Malik Heath and Jonathan Mingo. They have some slot guys. They have some tweeners that can do a little bit of both, but they're going to need to have some big targets. Um, the list is long. It's on the hot list. You've got Theo Weiss from Oklahoma, Dante Thornton from Oregon, Ra Ra Thomas from Mississippi State. Which is the one um, that more than any of them. Ra Ra. Yeah. Um, Romello Brinson got in last night. Ole Miss has pre had previously recruited him out of high school. Um, Dorian Singer out of Arizona is on there. Somewhat of a relationship through recruiting there. I think he's down the list. And then Demond Demas is the wild card, the former five star. Yeah, Treshawn Holden. Um, Demas is the wild card. He he was at AM, former five star. He's basically said he wants to go to Ole Miss via social media several times. Um, but the the guy can't stay out of trouble. I, I, he's got to he's going to have to keep, keep his nose clean if he's going to want to have a shot. Not at, not only at Ole Miss, but just in general. Um, depending on just who is wanting life, to take him. Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, like he's he's tight stuff. Yeah. Um, tight end is another big position of need. Um, I think the three names there, um, which are some outstanding names, by the way, Rivaldo Fairweather out of FIU, CJ. Dupree from Maryland and Jaheim Bell from South Carolina. Um, they like all three of them. Probably not going to take more than one. I mean, I think they like Kyron Heath. Um, he was just a young pup that they didn't want to throw in there. Um, and then they signed Javante Connor, who I think they really like. So they're going to try to get someone that's experienced and has been there, done that, to True, add to that room. Right now, but I expect him to be back for the season next year. You've invested too much into him. I think so. Part of the roster. Yeah. John David Baker, um, Seth Dagey, Dane Stevens, Jackson Dart, those guys being there helps. Um, the leash has been extended, I think, in my opinion, because of the connections there. But yeah, I mean, he he's has all the tools. Get, but he's, got, he's He's got to get his head out of his ass, man. Yeah. Just a matter of, Hey man, like it's time to time to get, get to work. Yeah. Um, Offensive line, Damian George, Andre Carrick from Texas, Javian Cohen from Alabama, George is from Alabama. He played high school ball with, with Zach Evans at North Shore High School in Houston, Texas. That would be um, probably the one I would say to watch out for, especially if Evans sticks around. Defensive line, oof. So many. Braden Fisk from Western Michigan. Catron uh, Evans from Jackson State. And then they offered Andre Carter and Paris Shand yesterday. Uh, Carter is also from Western Michigan. Um, and then Shand is from Arizona. Uh, I added Gervon Dexter. He's from Florida in there. There's a relationship via recruiting there. Uh, Tanmise Adelaia from Texas A&M, another recruiting connection. Um, what are those connections for those players? I, I mean, so a defensive line, Chris Partridge, Randall Joyner, um, Sam Carter's a Texas guy. They they have a big presence in Texas. Um, they recruited him last year. He ended up signing with AM and then same with Gravon Dexter. Um, then you also got to remember Nick Savage is on the staff now. It's a strength and conditioning coach. So all these Florida guys, they all loved Nick Savage before he left Florida. They wanted him to stick around with Billy Napier's staff. He didn't. So I imagine that there's probably some some semblance of communication um going on there with some of the Florida guys. Um, linebackers, another long list. Um, just last night, um, Lane Kiffin put out a couple retweets, two Oregon guys, Brandon Buckner out of, uh, <clears throat> out of Oregon. Uh, and then Justin flows, the big one, the former top 10 prospect, five-star linebacker from California. Top Lane 10 Kiffin. Too. Justin flow is a dope name. I, dude, if you, if you want to have some fun, just YouTube, Justin flow, Look up videos on Twitter. Uh, if he doesn't make it to the NFL, he's probably going to be in the WWE at some point. I mean, the dude like literally suplexes people. Um, he went viral just in like different, you know, various camps where they're doing, you know, one on one drills and they're not in pads. And he is just full on just decking people into like a media crowd and not. I mean, the dude is is violent as all get out. Um, battled some injuries at Oregon, but um incredibly talented very physical 
Um, they would love to add him. Uh, a couple other names at linebacker, Amari Gaynor from Florida State, Chief Borders from Florida, Ish Harris from A&M, so Jeremiah, names, man. Yeah. Jer- Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste, <laughs> Taraje Mitchell. I mean, the linebacker list is long. I think they're going to want to add some there, especially with Jaron Willis getting into the portal and leaving Ole Miss. I, I think – Probably one of the worst kept secrets over the last month. I think he's going to Georgia Tech, which is who he was previously committed to before he flipped and signed with Ole Miss. Cornerback, um, JQ Hardaway from Cincinnati and Gavin Holmes are the two there. Um, Ole Miss officially offered Gavin Holmes. He's out of Wake Forest. And then uh, at safety, I've just got two names there for now. Jonathan McGill from Stanford. Um, Obviously a very intelligent on and off the field because he went to Stanford, um, but a very experienced guy in the Pac-12, played a lot of football out there for David Shaw, and then Miles Slusher from Arkansas, who obviously has ties to Sam Carter, who is now on staff at Ole Miss. So there's the gamut. We did it. We did it. Gavin Holmes is one I've heard pretty serious for Ole Miss. Mari yeah. Gaynor is another one, and Justin Flo. Defensive line, Brandon Fisk, Lane Kiff is supposed to go see him if he hadn't already. Uh, Katron Evans from Jackson State, even though there is, of course, the possibility he just goes to Colorado and follows prom. Offensive line, yeah. I haven't really heard anything serious about the offensive line. I'm sure they're going to get somebody, but there are connections there, especially with Damian George. Tight end, I think C.J. Dippery is the closest. Rivaldo Fairweather from FIU is kind of blowing up right now, but C.J. Dippery is supposed to be coming in for a visit, and they need to add at least one to the room. Wide receiver. Yeah. I don't the, know. The Theo one... I, I think Ole Miss is kind of in the place of still evaluating whether or not they want to take a Theo Weiss, especially if they've got a rah-rah Thomas potentially on the hook. But the thing with rah-rah is this is what happens in the portal. You only need one team because every team – I mean, every school comes in and wants these kids and shows mm-hmm. interest and says, hey, this is what we can do for you. And sometimes – or oftentimes there's only one team that really says, you know what, we need to splurge on this. So – He's going to visit Georgia and Tennessee and somewhere else. I think it's Auburn with Freeze. Of course it is. And Ra-Ra, I mean, he's blown up to the level where Ole Miss is, if it's going to get him, because I think they have the inside track for him and still yeah, do, I do too. and still believe that they're going to get him. But if you Freeze drops half a milli on his head, I don't know if Ole Miss would be able to do that. But they did go, enter, the, um, enter this chase with Ra-Ra Thomas as he got into the portal believing that they were in the driver's seat for him. So he's he's the biggest one to watch, I think, wide receiver. But other than that, I mean, if you look at the positions, what we can definitively say is Ole Miss is not prioritizing quarterback, running back, or even safety in the portal. Where the longest lists are are linebacker, defensive line, um, corners, a, uh, you know, a little bit a little bit um, crowded, but not really, not compared to those two. Yeah. And Deontre Prince is now coming back, which is a huge get for Ole Miss. So the needs aren't as – aren't yeah. as spread out as they were last year. It's more wide receivers and you need yeah, more, more skill, yeah. skill and then trench guy. I mean, cause offensive line, I mean, if you can take someone like a JV and Cohen, who was a starter for Alabama or Damian yeah. George, who played a lot of football at Alabama, you do, but I mean, they're returning four starters on the offensive line. And that was an offensive line that, you know, paved the way for Quinchon Judkins to get the SEC rushing title. And they finished third in the country. Right. So it's not a pressing need as much as tight end receiver, wide receiver. They got defensive line. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the one on the list, if you want like my personal opinion that they should go after the most is someone like Jaheim Bell, the tight end out of, I mean, tight end running back. I mean, dude played everything at South Carolina towards the end of the year. That guy is someone that Lane Kiffin could really really boost their draft stock if he were to get him because he is just an absolute weapon that he could – I mean, they didn't have that kind of weapon in their offense this year. He's what Michael Trigg was supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, he's 240 pounds. He runs in the open field like a running back. He's very versatile. Um, Marcus Satterfield in South Carolina, it was almost reminiscent of Ole Miss and Dexter McCluster back in 2009 when they finally were like, oh, shit, we should just give this guy the ball a bunch. Right. I mean, once Jaheim Bell got involved in the offense, it completely changed everything and opened it up for Spencer Rattler and company. But, yeah, I, there's some rumblings that he might look into Colorado because of Dion. But I know that um, 
he's a name that's high on their board as well as CJ Dupree, who is as athletic as hell in his own right and was very productive at Maryland, had some big games against Big Ten opponents. He was good against ranked opponents. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that offensive skill guys and then defensive line is where they they really need to make their hay this this time around. Yeah. Who do you think they're closest in landing? I know it's still pretty early for all this, but it'll move pretty quickly as well. Um, Zipri's up there. Yeah, Rara Thomas, despite the interest from everywhere. Um, Braden Fisk. Him and Andre Carter, the two Western Michigan guys. I know, I know they they really like Andre Carter. Um, I mean, you have to consider the guys they've already offered officially. Parishan from Arizona, big Canadian guy. You know, maybe he comes in and literally and figuratively takes the place of Tavius Robinson as the Canadian up front. Um, and then some of the linebackers, I wouldn't say close to, but like they're getting down the road and starting to probably set up some some offers, some NIL packages, some visits, all that stuff. Um, Gavin Holmes as well, the cornerback from Wake Forest. Yeah, Gavin Holmes is up there. If I put a gun to your head and said, all right, you got to pick three right oh, now, no. the Ole Miss Rebels. Um, you don't mind? Uh, sure. I'd say gun to my head. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if I'm forced to pick right this minute, I'd say Gavin Holmes, C.J. Dippery, and Ra Ra Thomas, or I feel the best of them. Okay. And that could change. This stuff is really fluid. I mean, this is every yeah. hour fluid. It's crazy. Capital F. Um, yeah. I put Andre Carter up there. Um, the big guy from from Western Michigan. I think Fisk is is one of those that's going to blow up, and everyone's going to want him. But Carter, in my opinion, is is just as good. Um, Mason Brooks blew up though too, and everyone thought, well, it's going to be hard for Ole true. Miss, and Ole Miss did pull him. Yeah. So I, I feel um, like Ole Miss being early on Braden Fisk could help. True. Yeah. Um, they were one of the first to get in contact with him. But, yeah, I mean, um, just before we hit record, I'm adding him to the list now. Bill Norton from Georgia, defensive lineman's in the portal now. Ole Miss recruited him really hard out of high school. He's from Memphis. Um, get Just got buried in the depth chart, you know. It's like a Ladarius Tennyson. Yeah, I mean, good player. Um, former on-three consensus four-star. He was an on-300 prospect. Um, just he chose George chart could come to Ole Miss and essentially start. That's what Darius did. Yeah. And he wasn't playing at Auburn. No. Yeah. I mean, he, he was in some spots, but I mean, Bill Norton's I'm going to write about it after we get done, but I mean, his, his offer sheet is loud. I mean, he had Alabama, LSU, Oklahoma, Penn state, Tennessee, Notre Dame, Ohio state, Ole Miss. I mean, everybody wanted him and he chose to go to Georgia Trey Scott, Dan Lanning, who was there at the time, recruited him extremely hard. Ole Miss fought tooth and nail. Uh, this was back Matt Luke's final year. Um, they really wanted him. Ended up at Georgia. I think that um, they could reach out to him. I mean, he's look it, if he's good enough for Kirby Smart and and that defense at six six two eighty five, you could probably find somewhere for him if they think that he can fit. You can't coach that kind of size, man. No, you can't teach that. Um, teach that yeah i mean he's the guy that comes in and he'll help Ole miss if you can get him i just haven't heard yeah. a ton about him yet but yeah that's a definite yeah he for him and he literally like right right when we were doing our pre-show he jumped in so yeah officially got in well there you go there's the quick hitter portal recap what's happening right now right this minute in the ncaa transfer portal the window wrote uh opened on december 5th and runs through mid-january and then signing day for high school prospects, the first of two signing days, is December 21st. But we don't expect Sunterine Perkins to sign on December 21st. And his recruitment, is it makes no sense. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> everything I'm getting is that despite how loud the noise gets, he's going to sign with Ole Miss. But then he comes mm -hmm. out and very publicly says, I'm rocking with Ole Miss with Sam Spiegelman. And then Steve Wolfong of 247 Sports reports that he's going to hold off and not sign until February. And he plans to visit – Alabama in January. Alabama, of course, being the real threat to Ole Miss in this recruitment. Mm -hmm. What's happening with Sunterine Perkins? What do you think? What's going on? So I just put out an insider intel, kind of a column-type read over at Ohm Spirit, part of on3.com. If you want to go read that, gave my 
my personal take, um, I'll kind of give the high points here briefly. I just think it's as simple as he just wants to just play football and have fun for a little bit. Um, just finished his high school season. Raleigh um, wins the 3A title first time in school history. I mean, he had just a – I mean, literally a video game state championship game where he just did literally everything. Um, four rushing touchdowns, an interception, a couple two-point conversions, over 300 yards rushing, just did everything. Um, I, I think he he's just kind of tired of dealing with recruiting, and he just kind of wants to just – be a teenager and hang out and, and just play. Um, he's got two all-star games coming up this weekend, Mississippi, Alabama game down in mobile. He will do that. And then in January, he goes down to Orlando for the Under Armour all America game. Um, he never once said he was going to sign early. Anytime I've ever spoken with him over the past year and a half, two years, he was always pretty wishy-washy about it. He always said he was going to be patient. And I think it's just a matter of he just wants to focus on these all-star games. And, you know, you've got the holidays coming up. So it's it's a, a lot of logistical nightmares in there where he's trying to play in these all-star games, take his visits, sign on early signing day. I, I, I don't think there's any concern. I don't think this was like a recent development where it's like, oh, well, he must be doubting his commitment or he must be rethinking things. No, he's been very open this entire recruitment that he holds two schools in high regard. He eliminated Georgia um, last summer, named Ole Miss the leader, and then committed to Ole Miss that Thanksgiving after the Egg Bowl. And then he's held firm. He's been committed to over a year now, and he's always said that he you know, respects Nick Saban and his program – he is gracious for all of the attention that he gets from, from him and Pete Golding and the rest of that staff. I just think this is a very mature kid that is wanting to see it through, take his visits, and then sign. I I don't think that there's any concern um, on Ole Miss's part. Not from anything I've heard. You've said the same thing. Chuck has said the same thing. We're all I, we all talk to different people. Um, I briefly spoke with a couple people when I was up in Chattanooga for the Tennessee state championship games. There were some national guys there. They all said the same thing. Just, Hey, Alabama's Alabama. They're not going to go away, but they all think that he signs with Ole Miss. Um, I think there's so many connections there. Uh, Lane Kiffin personally recruits him. He's got the close relationship with Derek Nix. That's, you know, shit probably spans five years now. Um, Kelvin Bolden, the uh, coordinator of recruiting strategy is a Mississippi guy. He's been recruiting him and then just the ties with his family. And, you know, Woodrow Hamilton's his cousin. He went to Raleigh, went to Ole Miss. He's tight with Dante Moncrief. He went to Raleigh and went to Ole Miss. I, I think there's just too many things in Ole Miss's corner. And he's been committed for over a year. If he was truly in my, and this is my opinion. I think that if there was any concern or any like, if he's going to flip, if he if he's wanting to, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open things back up and give everybody a fair shake, he would have done it. Now, maybe I'm completely off and he's just like, whatever, I'm committed. I'll just sign with whoever, you know, when I make up my mind. But all that to say, long-winded, I don't think there's any concern. This wasn't like a, well, I was going to sign early with Ole Miss, but now I'm rethinking it. It wasn't that. I think he simply just wants to just be a kid and chill. This is Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. We both write for the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com, an affiliate of On3. And this podcast is brought to you in part by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Ole Miss football is headed to Houston, Texas to battle the Red Raiders of Texas Tech in the 2022 Tax Act Texas Bowl on December 28th at 8 p.m. Central Time. To have your priority seats reserved, Please request your order by Friday, December 9th at 5 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at OleMissTix.com. That's OleMissTix.com. And the Texas Bowl is an exclamation point for an outstanding 2022 season for Ole Miss Athletics. Ole Miss Baseball won the 2022 College World Series. And now as the calendar year comes to an end, please consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics with your year-end giving 
to help them sustain their incredible momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss Athletics, please visit their websites at www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com. That's givetoathletics.com, championsnowolemiss.com, or call their office at 662-915-7159. That's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, 662-915-7159. BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The sun's a-shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove. Beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Ufy Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The car buying process can be a lot. I know. I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels. 
Let's be friends. Of course, this probably means that at the end of all things, he just ends up at Alabama because that would be our luck. Well, and, and, you know, now everything's out in the open now with NIL. Sure. And Ole Miss has raised a ton of money. And so this isn't like you don't run the risk of, well, man, Ole Miss had everything set up for him and everything was good to go. And at the last minute, Alabama came in with a bag, you know, the night before. No, like that, that that's not a thing anymore. Like you can just negotiate now. Okay, if that's what the hang-up is or if if this is what you want, Lay it out for us, and we'll do our best to to counter. I mean, that's 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 where we are right now. So I don't think that's going to be an issue, and I don't think that, and I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't think it is. Again, I just think that Suntarian just wants to just be a kid, and and you know, you know, as as uh, as Schmidt would say, uh, just be a youth, and and just have fun with his friends in Mobile playing in the Mississippi Alabama game, you know, he's down there with Aiden Williams and, and Jamarius Brown and, and other guys. And he just wants to just chill. And with that game, the Under Armour game in January, I just simply think that he's just wanting to just relax and just play football and, you know, put a bow on his prep career before he heads to the next level. That's not, my personal like thing. is, um, is the only highly ranked commitment for Ole Miss that's being pursued by other schools. It's just made more public because he hasn't completely ever truly eliminated the Alabama threat. Aiden Williams, I mean, LSU is coming hard for Aiden Williams, but I was told despite that Ole Miss is in the best place it's ever been with him and there shouldn't be any drama and he should sign on December 21st. But again, that could change too. I mean, maybe on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or Thursday, Aiden goes, you know what, LSU sounds pretty good too. And maybe he pushes it back. But at the end of at the end of it all, um, a- Ole Miss is in a great spot for Aiden Williams, Suntering Perkins, and I'd be surprised if they don't get both of them. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. I'm kind of worried I, about Demarius Brown. LSU's coming hard for him too. And that historically, maybe it's just old Ole Miss tropes here. But that you, you know, Southern Mississippi has never really been kind to Ole Miss for good. Yeah, they, from Moss Point, they got um, Larry Simmons last year. And look, I'll tell you this: you know, we put up the graphics of where the coaches are going on the road. They're going out and seeing people. It's very notable of who Lane Kiffin goes to see, and one of the first people that Lane Kiffin went to see was Jamarius Brown. Yeah, so that should show you where he stands on their board, how, you know, how impactful they think he can be and how important he is to this class. So, and that doesn't mean the others aren't important. I just think that it's, you know, Lane Kiffin is a, is a man about town. He's going to get all over the place. He's going to go down to Boca. He's going to go to California, all that. But if he can make point to, if he can make time to go to Moss point to go see Jamarius Brown, that's important. Well, outside of portal moves and commitment moves, is there a 2023 prospect that has popped on the board late that could be an addition to Ole Miss's 2023 high school class? You know, that's a great segue there, Ben. Um, that's why they pay the big bucks, and that's why you do this show. Um, Patrick Screws, the Georgia Tech commit, I spoke to him earlier this week. You can read that interview on the site. Um, he's down to Georgia Tech and Ole Miss. He is working on finalizing an official visit to Ole Miss. Um I did talk to someone from Georgia Tech. They think that if Ole Miss really pushes and really, you know, hey, we really want you here, they think that they can flip him. Um, that's probably one that I would keep an eye on. He's from Eufaula in Alabama. Um, that's where uh, Katie Hill is from. And then uh, he's uh, buddies with Quinshawn Judkins. They used to train together. Um, when Quinshawn was in high school, that's probably one that I would keep an eye on. Um, there's probably one that I'm forgetting. Um, but that's a newer name that I would keep an eye on right now. Um, outside of the other, you know, the, the usual suspects with Dante Dowdle, Kedrick Riscano, Caden Lee. Um, so there's, there's some other guys, you know, kind of, start to pay attention to who might be coming to visit. Um, there are some 
some flips out there that they're going to try to make a move for. But um, that's probably the name to keep an eye on right now. Um, Christopher Johnson's still out there. I mm. still think he's trending towards Clemson. But I, I spoke with a national analyst earlier this week, and they s- told me that they think there's genuine intrigue from Johnson. And, you know, the Quinshawn Judkins, you know, playing as a true freshman means a lot to him. And I, I, I still think Clemson's in the lead. I, I think that it, if you made me pick right now, I would say that he ends up with Clemson. Um, they made a move after their official visit. But, um, yeah, I mean, I guess the other name would probably be Prince Will. I'm really going to butcher this, but I'm going to try Prince Will Uman Malin. Um, he's an edge prospect out of Texas. Randall Joyner submitted an offer to him at the end of November. Submitted? A, okay. Extended. Yeah. Huh? Extended, submitted. Submitted. Threw out an offer. <laughs> I love, um, don't you love how we always just, like, Use the same terms, just come up. Yeah, it's the buzz. It's the buzzwords. Um, yeah, he's a four-star, 169th overall prospect in the 23 class. Um, long list of offers for the longest time. Thought that he would stay in state. Looking at Houston, SMU, uh, TCU, um, Nebraska's jumped in the mix now. Um, so he's a name. Keep an eye on. I know that the staff really likes him. Um, close to 6'5", 250 pounds, you know, that long, rangy guy, similar to someone like Adana J. Green, who's committed to Louisville that they like. So um, and look, that's probably another it. news item. Scott Satterfield has left Louisville for Cincinnati. Brian Brown, the defensive coordinator for former Ole Miss defensive back, could be a candidate at Louisville, but that could mean something for Adana J. Green. Yeah, I think I saw maybe yesterday that – Brian Brown's going to go to Cincinnati, and I just oh. saw come across the ticker that, shocker, Jeff Brom is close to finalizing a deal. He's going home. There you go. Finally, he's going home. Yeah. Go. So. I honestly yeah. thought that Brian Brown would be would, would have been Ole Miss's defensive coordinator by now. He did, he's done a good job at Louisville. Ole Miss could have some pretty significant shakeup of its defensive staff this offseason. If it does you think happen, so? It, it after would, the bowl game? Yeah, after the bowl game. I think all options are on the table. I, look, I, I, I think that maybe one more year. Because if you look at, and I know that points per game is not the only thing that matters or, you know, analytics are important, but points per game wise, it was a better defense than last year. Now, schedule, all of that can dictate things. But schedule. Um, schedule. at the <laughs> at the end of the day, there were games where the defense did more than enough to win that game. Alabama, sure. yeah. Mississippi State. LSU. LSU. Yeah, I mean, early on, I, they – held serve and the offense just didn't get it done. Um, now that's obviously not the only thing that makes the decision. Um, there's obviously it's very uh, nuanced and there's some context here with some of the defensive staffers and, and how they recruit. And I think Lane Kiffin holds their recruiting chops in high regard, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a, it could be one of those where, well, we're not going to make a change just to make a change because we're not going to be able to find, you know, the right fit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, I, I thought that the gripes towards the end of the season were more offensive related with struggles in the red zone, play calling and just lack of execution. Um, now injuries played a role. I mean, I think the Alabama game is very different if Zach Evans doesn't get knocked out with a concussion. Um I think the LSU game is very different if they punch it in instead of kicking a field goal and they make it 21-3 instead of 17-3, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, Jake Thornton going to Auburn. Uh, We're jumping around again. There's just so much happening right now. Um, Jake Thornton going to Auburn as the offensive line coach. That doesn't really do anything as far as like Bryson Sanders and other commitments, does it? No, and uh, Sanders said as much. I talked to him after their state championship game. He's locked in, signing, signing early enrolling early all that i mean he said as much when all the 
Kiffin to Auburn rumors were flying around. Him and Marcel Reed both were saying, you know, hey, we don't care. We're we're going. Um, so yeah, I don't that that's he 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 said it in an interview. I put it up on the board. Uh, Cole Pinkston from Auburn Live interviewed him, and he basically gave Jake Thornton a a ton of credit. Said he he was a great recruiter, great coach. Um, he had a great relationship with him, wishes him the best, but he likes Ole Miss. He he likes Oxford, and um, you know, he along with just about everybody else I talked to, they're all excited about what Lane Kiffin's doing, and they uh are anxious to get enrolled. Hugh Freeze has learned nothing. He has grown in no tangible way, no real significant way. Man's just over there at Auburn trying to get the Aub- the Ole Miss band back together, peeking into Ole Miss's backyard constantly, talking to Marcel Reed, getting Jake Thornton, trying to get Derek Nix to be his offensive coordinator. Derek, Derek Nix is staying. It's just, of course, of course it's now, you know, Ole Miss and Auburn are back competing for everything because Hugh Freeze is there. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the uh... – he has no connections outside of his Ole Miss days. <laughs> no, insane. I mean, it's the exact literally same. like it, it was like an onion headline where it's like Wesley McGriff goes to to Auburn and then it happens. Ken Austin. Um, yeah, yeah, Ken Austin. Um, uh, it's funny that that there's rumors that he's interested in Phil Longo, which is like you, you know, do you not forget that you made him fall on the sword for you when you were having issues with the offense and, um. Yeah, you know, wish them the best of luck over there. Um, Just that game's going to be a lot of fun. Go the other way. Go, you know, go east. Go to Georgia. Do something else. Like, stop looking at old Mrs. Backyard for your all of your contacts, be it in high school recruiting, portal recruiting, coaching staff. Just stop. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. John Miller, like triple what I mean to come out of retirement and be his body man, his football ops guy. I don't know what else he can do. I mean, I. Is he going to go to Briarcrest and try to get some of their staffers? I don't know. I mean, he's got a very limited tree to pull from. Um, I mean, I think everybody kind of saw this coming anyway. We're trying to get Marcel Reed. Come on, man. (laughs) That's just being cute at this point. So who's going to replace Jake Thornton? John Garrison, I think Neil was the first to report that. The NC State offensive line coach. Yeah, I, I I heard that I heard that too, and I I looked into it. It makes a lot of sense. He worked with Lane at, at FAU. Um, he was I mean, a the dude, coordinator and offensive line coach in 2018. Guys, got a hell of a resume. Um, he coached. Uh, all I knew uh, to I'm sorry to interrupt again. Um, all I knew when this opening came about um, was that Lane was going to go more veteran for his offensive line coach, and that's that's certainly how. Uh, John Garrison lines up. He fits that. Yeah, he's for criteria. Been in, yeah, been in the business a long time. Uh, coached um, Ika McWanu when he was at NC State that went in the top 10 in the draft. Um, he, look, they had me. He was the starting center at Nebraska when Eric Crouch won the Heisman. Um, I was a big Eric Crouch guy growing up. So, um, also, you know, obviously played at Nebraska, um, coached there. Had, I think, six or seven guys go to the NFL when he was on staff in Nebraska. Um, you know, this is this is pre, you know, Scott Frost, Nebraska. Um, I, I believe it maybe he was with Bo Pelini, but I mean, for those that are young and don't remember, Nebraska was very well known for having just dominant, just gargantuan offensive linemen that all went to the NFL and ran the football extremely well. I mean, he was he was coaching that offensive line when Amir Abdullah was there who um, was a really good college running back and then is still in the league. So, um, yeah, I mean, the familiarity with Kiffin when he was at FAU and then um, just the chops of, you know, being around Power 5 football for a long time. NC State, they've had some really good offensive line um, play in the last couple of years. And then just the uh, the experience of being around high-level football. You know, he was at Nebraska, was on that team that um, – you know, won an Orange Bowl, went to the national championship game against Miami. So he's a a seasoned veteran. So, um, so yeah. Um, and hey, if 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 Neil's reporting it, it's probably very serious. Um, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And Ole Miss had an in home with four star four star in state running back Dante Dattle earlier this week. What do we know about the in home? 
He's still committed to Oregon. Now he's off to the Missile game. Yeah, um, I've heard some rumors that he might be coming in this weekend for a visit. I don't know if it's an official or not. Um, I actually don't have to efforting standby. I don't think he's used his official yet to Ole Miss. Um, he is not. So, lot, but he hasn't used official. No. Yeah. So could um, potentially be joining. I've also heard that uh, Santarian Perkins will be in town this weekend. I think the plan is to come in after the game on Saturday. Um, they would. I, I put it on the message board this morning. They would love to have both camps at the same time. Um, but yeah, they're not going to give up. Uh, they're going to keep keep pushing for him. Uh, I also posted this morning that Oregon looks to be poised to flip a Notre Dame commit at running back. Mm. Could that coincide with this? Again, who can say? I don't know, but say? <laughs> they're not going to stop recruiting Dante Dowdle. I mean, they – Here's one point. Do you feel better about him now than Chris Johnson? Because I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chris Johnson – I mean, Chris Johnson's been one – he's been hard to, to get – I mean, he he literally will not talk to me. Um, I, The only time he's ever talked to me was when it was reported he was visiting and he DM'd me and said, hey, I'm not coming in. <laughs> um, that's it. I, hey, Jeremy Johnson of On3. At least he told us. Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Um, Jeremy Johnson of On3 talked to him. Um, again, he's saying all the right things about Ole Miss. Um, but I think it's Clemson. But yeah, I feel better about Dante Dowdle ending up in Ole Miss's signing class than Chris Johnson at this point. Um, but yeah, I, Dowdle, to his credit, has been open. He's been honest. Um, he said that he likes both schools. Um, I still lean Oregon, but um, but a lot can change in a couple of weeks. And I still lean Oregon too, but I feel like Ole Miss better about Dante Dowdle and the possibility of landing him today than I have in a long time. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I said neutral when we did our trending or ending. Um, another thing, Lane Kiffin has not yet used his in-home with him. I'd imagine that that's going to be coming here shortly. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely feel better now than I did a couple weeks ago. Who is almost offered? Almost has offered Maryland tight end C.J. Dippery. Wake Forest cornerback Gavin Holmes, Western Michigan edge Andre Carter, um, Western Michigan edge Brendan Fisk, Arizona edge Paris Shand. A lot of edges. So I wonder what they're prioritizing. Mm. Edge. Yeah. They got to get an edge. Yeah, I um and I don't know. You 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 talk to more people over there being local, but is Tavius Robinson testing NFL waters or is he coming back? I think he's out of eligibility. Okay. Well then there's your answer. Um, yeah. I mean, the dude made a lot of money this season. He had a great final year. Um, He'll make a 53 man roster in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, you see that guy in person. You, again, you can't teach that he's huge. Um, I think he looks better this year than he did last year. He really trimmed up, probably uh, had something to do with the Nick Savage hire. Um, so yeah, they got to find some guys that can be an impact off the edge. They were, I mean, it was a fool's errand to try to replace Sam Williams. I mean, if you, I don't watch a lot of NFL football, but I see the highlights on Twitter and stuff. I, I mean, he's, he's been great. He's like, he's doing this cause I'm a Cowboys fan. He's I was going to say, are you a Cowboys fan? Oh yeah. I thought you knew that. Come on. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, thank I uh, see. See, I'm bad at sarcasm now. The older I get, the stupider I get. But, well, I saw uh, he had a he had a defensive touchdown yeah, on Sunday. But he's doing it in such limited snaps. That's what's crazy. He's not getting a big snap share because the Cowboys defensively, especially along the defensive line, have some really good players. Um, starts with Michael Parsons. Who's their Who's their DC? Dan Quinn, man, come on. Okay, I I mean I couldn't remember. Um, Marcus Lawrence is balling out. Dorn yeah, I mean it's hard it's hard to replace a guy like him. Yeah, and uh, Jared Ivy splashed a lot he made some plays um but he's more of a hybrid defensive tackle defensive end than a true edge and Kari yeah. Coleman is now a linebacker so you need a guy yeah. that can get after the freaking quarterback for Cedric Johnson but Cedric has had injury problems so at this point you just can't assume that you're going to have Cedric for 12 games yeah and, and help. lost somebody like Brandon Mack I think was the guy that was really going to take off and then he had the injury he's in the portal Damon Clowney never really clicked. He's gone. Um, 
So, yeah, you're going to have to find some impact guys that can come in and replace Atavius Robinson that made a ton of plays for you in 2022. So, um, yeah, I would say that's probably the number one on the transfer portal wish list. Um, with wide the edge right there, though. Yeah, edge, wide receiver, and then a linebacker, just because you always need linebackers in the SEC. And same How with that. How many edge. do you think they take? Overall from the portal? Yeah. Um. So what, last year it was 12? Sounds about right. I think that's right. I think it was 12 last year. I would say probably anywhere from like 8 to 10. Okay. Is that jive with what you think? Yeah. Okay. I can't that's- decide. I'm not really convinced they're going to hit double digits, but when you look at the offers already out to their need positions, I think they're willing to take like multiple guys at wide receiver, edge, and linebacker, and they still have to address cornerback and – uh, offensive line, maybe one offensive lineman, potentially a running back, potentially a quarterback. But I mean, you're already, I mean, they would take at least two wide receivers, at least two edges, and at least two linebackers. And if it was the right amount, I think they would take three at each position. Now you're talking about nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be hard to do that, though. And again, it can change if Zach Evans decides to go pro. Sure. Maybe they try to go get an LJ Johnson from Texas AM or, um, you know, Lorenzo Lingard from, from Miami, you know, that it's all, it's all fluid. Like you said, watch out all, for, watch out for Miss, though, with uh, Arizona edge Parishan. Watch out for that one. Yeah. Another official offer that went out. Um, and again, like I said, could be the Canadian that comes in. CJ Dippery. All right. That's all we've run through it all. All the hot ticket items, Suntarine, the portal things are happening. They are happening right now. December has become absolutely insane for recruiting. <laughs> I always, love it. It always. I love it. Now, oh my god! It's a, it's. I I said it's like signing day, but on like acid. Yeah, or steroids. Yeah. Shout out I, the liver. I like King. it better on acids. Acid because um, on acid you can take a lot of different trips to different places. Yeah, I it's kind of one. It's kind of one of those things where like, you know, I say it's like on acid, but I've never done acid. It's like when people say like, oh, like, you know, they, they try like something like, oh, it tastes like shit. And it's like, well, maybe have you eaten shit before? How do you know what it tastes like? That's the perfect way to end another edition of Talk. Absolutely. Recruiting. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Been on Twitter. He's Zach Berry at Zach underscore Berry. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review, talk of champions and iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars. And go to the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com. And if you have on three, that's where you'll find me and Zach and all of our coverage of Ole Miss football recruiting in a hectic, crazy, constantly happening news month that it is in December as Ole Miss prepares to land multiple double digits, potentially players from the transfer portal and also wrap up its 2023 signing class. And there's going to be some drama, especially with Suntreen Perkins. But as loud as the noise gets, I still believe he ends up at Ole Miss. Thank you, buddy. All right. I'm putting my goggles on. Get back in the portal. I'll see you later. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.